Welcome to the Yoga at Home podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Klaus, owner and director of Inner Spring Yoga. This class was recorded live at our studio in New Albany, Indiana. You can learn more about me at my website, carrieklaus.yoga, and learn more about our studio or join us for a live stream class at www.isyoga.me. Before beginning this or any other new physical activity, please consult your, your healthcare provider. Enjoy your practice. How about everyone here? Anyone have any injuries or anything to share? We have a big class today. It's not just us and the boys today. <laughs> I know, yes. So glad that you're back. Um, I was going to say one other thing. Oh, Catherine. Catherine's here today observing. She's in our teacher training, so she's just sitting back there watching what it looks like to teach a yoga class. She's very, um, uh, she knows really well what it's like to take a yoga class because she's been doing that for a long time, but um, there's a lot that goes into teaching a yoga class that you don't see when you're taking it because you're busy thinking about what you're supposed to be doing. So she's just observing that this morning, so she'll be in the back there. Um, if no one has any injuries, then we're going to start on our backs, and you can just uh, lie down and make yourself comfortable. So as always, if you need a blanket under your head as a pillow, you can pull that in. If it feels good to stretch your legs out, you can stretch out long, but if it feels better in your body to um, have your knees bent and your feet on your mat, you can start that way. Sometimes if you start with your knees bent and your feet on the mat, it can feel good to have the feet a little bit wider and let the knees come in towards each other. They don't have to touch, but they might just move in that direction in towards each other. And then let your hands rest wherever they're most comfortable. And as you're getting your um, body set up here, just feel that you have a really, um, really good access to your breath, that you can just really feel your breath and it doesn't feel constricted or restricted um, by your positioning of your body. And if there's something that you need to change that will help you feel your breath better, then make those adjustments as you need to. And then if you're comfortable with your eyes closed, you can go ahead and close your eyes. If that's not good for you, you can soften your eyelids and just kind of relax your gaze. So if you're keeping your eyes open, try not to let your eyeballs um, kind of float around the room, but see if you can just stay with your gaze in one place. And then just bring your awareness to your breath. And notice how the breath feels moving in and out through your nostrils. So you'll start to notice things like the quality or the texture 
of your breath. Use the breath. Slow. Or is it a little quicker this morning? Do you feel your breath more in your chest? Or do you feel it more in your belly? Is there a texture to your breath? Does it feel <clears throat> like the, the transitions between inhaling and exhaling are more rough? Or does it feel like a smooth transition between breath in and breath out? And then see if you can connect the qualities of your breath to the quality of your um, mental state right now. So does how you're breathing affect how you feel? Yoga and other Eastern traditions recognize the movement of breath as the movement of life, the movement of what in yoga is called prana, or in Chinese medicine is called qi. And when we bring our awareness to the breath, when we notice how we're breathing, it helps to enliven our pranic body, our energetic body. So Hatha Yoga says that it's this prana that supports us. It helps us think clearly. It helps us be creative. It helps us feel in balance. It helps us be productive during the day. And Hatha Yoga, the shapes that we make with our body in yoga class is a way to harness and direct this prana or this energy. The yoga postures serve as a way to contain the prana, 
So as we move through our practice together this morning, you might notice how shifts and changes in your breath throughout the practice change the state of your mind. And we sort of already know this intuitively, like when you get upset, your mom or somebody says, let's just take 10 breaths and cool down. Or we know that like when something startles us or frightens us, our breath gets caught, we kind of go, So we intuitively know that our breath and our state of mind are very intimately connected. And yoga is just asking us to begin to pay attention to that. So we can use that as a focal point for practice today or any day. And just becoming aware of how the quality of the breath and the quality of the mind are connected and related. There are specific ways that we can breathe in yoga to manipulate the prana. But simply breathing in and of itself is good enough. So today you might like to just keep your breath soft, gentle, natural. And notice that effect. You might practice extending the length of your breath. See if you can breathe in and breathe out for a longer time. And maybe see how that affects how you feel. Just notice when your mind gets distracted and gently guide it back to your breath and your body. When you're ready to start moving with a breath in, stretch the legs forward and reach the arms overhead. And just stretch out long like you just woke up in the morning. And you can stretch one side of the body a little bit longer than the other if that feels good. And then switch sides, let the other side stretch long. You might try to point your toes and see how it feels to point the toes forward towards the front wall. And then you might reach through your heels and pull the toes back towards the shins. See how that feels. Take one more deep breath in and then when you exhale, bring the right knee up towards the chest. And just keep that left leg stretching out long for now. 
And then see if you can think about stretching your left leg long, not by reaching your heel forward more, but instead by drawing your femur bone in towards your hip socket more. So try to, yeah, good, Anna. So try to integrate your femur bone into your hip joint. Take another breath in. And if it feels good, as you exhale, you might squeeze that right knee in a little bit more. And then you can just let the left hand drop away. And as you inhale, just gently open the right knee out to the side. Just go as far as it feels good. Some of you will go further than others and it's not a contest or a competition. So just let the knee open out to whatever degree feels good in your body. And then some of you might like to just stay here with this little bit of hip opening or an external rotation of the hip. But if you'd like to take the knee around in a few circles and start moving through the hip joint, take a few gentle circles doesn't matter which direction you go, just do a few in one direction and then change your direction and see how it feels to go the other way. If it doesn't feel good in your body to move through that hip joint, then maybe just holding the knee out to the side. And then you might start to notice or pay attention to how moving your body changes the quality of your breath in some way. And then once you have circled that right knee in both directions, if you're circling, guide the right knee back in towards the chest. And then we're going to take the right arm to the inside of the right leg, and then just reach down and hold on about the middle of your right shin. And then just use your right hand to help guide your heel towards the ceiling. Okay, so for those of you that know the happy baby pose, it looks like half of a happy baby. But it's like you're trying to do half of a squat or stand on the ceiling with your right foot. And then see if you can find a little bit of a balance between using that right hand to guide the right knee more towards the earth and pushing up through the right heel. So there's a balance between pushing and pulling. And as you find that balance between pushing and pulling, you'll find a little bit more stability in the right hip joint. So it's not necessarily about stretching as deep as you can stretch. And take one more breath in like this. And then as you exhale, just start to release that right foot back down all the way to your mat. And then bending the left knee as you inhale, the feet are side by side, both knees bent. You can take the feet a little bit wider. They might even step all the way out to the edges of the mat. And then we're gonna let both knees swipe a little bit from side to side. And you'll just feel into your own body how dynamic you want this to be. So it might just be a very small movement side to side. 
Some of you might feel good to go ahead and twist all the way into the low back and let the pelvis rock from side to side. But as you're going side to side with this windshield wiper motion, your, um, your wipers are on like their slow intermittent speed. So not full speed, it's not pouring down rain. Just go as slow as you can. And then the next time that both of your knees point up towards the ceiling, step the feet in a little closer if you took them wide. Inhale and stretch the right leg forward. And as you exhale, bring the left knee to the chest. And just take the hands down there and hold on in front of the left shin, or you can slide the hands behind the left thigh. Then flex the right foot. Start by reaching forward through the right heel to lengthen that leg but then integrate the right femur bone into the right hip socket. So see if you can pull back a little bit through the right hip, almost like that femur bone is just kind of sucking right up into its socket. And take one more breath in. And then if it feels good in your body, exhale, and you can squeeze that left knee in a little bit closer to your belly. And then let the right hand fall away. And as you inhale, Gently open the left knee out to the side. So you might choose to just stay here with this sort of external rotation and um, opening up of the hip. Or you might like to turn this into some circles. Just slowly taking the left knee around like you're drawing circles on the ceiling. It can be big circles or small circles. And take your circles in both directions. And the next time that the left knee comes in towards the chest, reach to the inside of your left leg with your left arm. Hold on about mid-shin area, and then start to turn the sole of the left foot up towards the ceiling like half of a happy baby. And then rather than really cranking that knee down to the floor, just trying to see how deep you can go, see if you can also press up through the left heel. And instead of worrying too much about the depth of the stretch, See if you can balance the depth of the stretch with some stability. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, just slow and careful, releasing the left foot to the floor. And inhale to bring the right foot to meet it. Again, you might like to step the feet a little bit wider. And then with the breath, the knees are going from side to side. 
And then the next time the knees point up towards the ceiling, walk the feet back in a little bit closer to each other, pull both knees to the chest as you exhale, reach in between the knees, hold on to the shins, and then we're gonna take both feet towards the ceiling in happy baby pose. So you can keep your grip here at your shins if that works best in your body. If you'd like to reach up and hold on to your big toe or your inner arch, you can reach the hands a little bit higher. And then in addition to finding that stability in the hip joint by pulling down and pushing up at the same time, see if you can also tilt your pelvis so that your tailbone is reaching towards the front of your mat. So if you're here with me, towards the front of the room. So you'll feel a little space between your low back and your mat. And you might find that to get that space, to adjust the pelvis how you want to adjust it, you might have to slide your hands way down close to your knees. And take one more breath in. And then slide the hands to the outsides of the knees, help the knees come together. And then as you lower both feet to the floor, line the heels up with the sitting bone. So you're gonna have a little bit of space in between each foot. And take the, take the arms at the sides with the palms facing down. And then press both feet down. And as you inhale, lift the hips up any amount. And at the same time, raise the arms up overhead, stretch to the back of the room. And then as you exhale, lower the hips down, let the arms follow along. As you inhale, press into the feet, lift the hips up any amount, float the arms all the way up into the back of the room. And as you exhale, lower the hips down and let the arms follow. Good, keep this motion going just a few more rounds, starting to connect your breath and your body. So the breath and the body move at the same speed and the same pace. And then the next time that you press the feet down and lift the hips and the arms up, stay here, keeping the hips lifted. But as you exhale, lower just the arms. So the hips are going to stay up, lower just the arms. Reach out and hold on to the edges of your mat. So you're holding a handful of your mat in each hand. And then press down a little bit more into the feet and pull your mat from side to side like you're trying to rip it in half. Nice, that'll help you tuck your upper arms underneath a little bit more and stretch through the front of the chest. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, lower all the way down. You can roll to your right side or your left side. How about if we're here in the room together, let's all roll to the right so that everyone's going in the same direction. And then use your left hand and press yourself up to seated. And then if you have a blanket that you would like to sit on, go ahead and grab your blanket 
and make yourself a little seat to sit right on the edge. And then as you're coming up to seated, let's start with the left leg in front. So you might have the heels lined up with the navel, or you might have the legs crossed so that the shins are crossed over each other. So either way, just see if you have the left leg in front. And then as you inhale, reach the arms out and up overhead. As you exhale, take the right hand to the floor on the outside of your right hip. And then inhale, stretch the left arm up. And as you exhale, lean to the right. And then press the left hip back down towards your blanket or down into your mat. And when you breathe in, try to stretch those left fingertips up and over to the right just a little bit more. And really breathe into the left side of your rib cage. So more than likely, you feel the sensation down in your waist and your hip a little bit more. See if you can shift the breath into the rib cage and think about expanding the ribs in all directions. And then on the next breath in, keep the right hand down, come all the way back up to seated, lift the left arm up, and then let the right fingertips just slide around behind you and twist to the right, taking your left hand onto your right knee or your right thigh. And as you breathe in, press the right fingertips down and think about lengthening the spine as much as you can. You might even use that right hand to help tip your pelvis forward a little bit. And then you can use the leverage between your left hand and your right thigh to help you pull your chest around to the right just a little bit more. And then just notice how your breath is affected in the twist. It's harder to breathe when you're twisting. So notice that, and instead of trying to expand your breath into the places that feel tight or restricted or constricted, See if you can find the places that already feel spacious and just let your breath flow into those spaces. So instead of trying to kind of fight against the physicality of your body, try to work with it. When you take your next breath in, untwist and turn forward. And then as you exhale, we're just gonna change the cross of the legs. So you're bringing the right foot in front or the right shin in front. Breathe in and reach both arms up overhead. And then as you exhale, the left hand's gonna come on the outside of the left hip. Stretch the right arm up and then exhale to lean to the left. So we'll stay here a few breaths, just like we did on the other side. You might find that you can go a little bit deeper into the side stretch with each breath. You might even find that it's helpful to lift up out of the side stretch a little and then sink back in. Expanding the ribs in all directions as you breathe in. And then breathe out. Keeping that left hand down on your mat as you inhale, lift all the way up, reach the right arm up. Then slide the left hand behind you and as you exhale, twist to the left and take the right hand down to the left knee or onto the left thigh. Press the left fingertips down, lengthen the spine. 
and then exhale and you can use that leverage between the hand and the thigh to help the chest turn to the left. And then just find the places again that have space already and try not to fight against the twist with your breath. So you wanna do what you can to keep the breath smooth and steady. Just flowing gently in and out of the nostrils in one even stream. And take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, go ahead and release that twist. And we'll uncross the legs, swing the feet back behind and come around to hands and knees. And if you have a blanket and you'd like to unfold your blanket and use it as some extra padding underneath of your knees, you can um, unfold your blanket. We're gonna be here um, for a little while because we're gonna do some lunges here too. And then if you have blocks that you like to use when you do lunges, you can move the blocks to the front of your mat. And then start on your hands and knees by stacking the hips over the knees and the shoulders more or less over the wrist. For some of you, it might feel better to have the hands a little bit wider so that the shoulders are more over the thumb joint than centered right over the wrist. So if your shoulders or your chest feel tight, it might be a better option to take the hands slightly wider. And then as you inhale, lift the tailbone, drop the belly and lift the heart, look forward. And as you exhale, tuck the tailbone, round the spine, and take the chin to the chest. And do a few rounds like that, following your breath through the cat and the cow. And just start to bring some movement into the joints of your spine, from the tailbone all the way up to the base of the skull. And then the next time that you exhale and round the spine into the cat pose, if your spine is healthy, if you don't have any osteoporosis or osteopenia, press the hands down and forward and see if you can lift up more in that space between the shoulder blades and then tuck the chin to the chest. If you do have some of those bone density issues, you can stay in the slightly rounded spine, but leave out the press. So you don't go to the extreme in the flexion of your spine. And then wherever you are in this position, um, focus your breath on the back side of your rib cage. So see if you can translate what you normally feel in the front of your body when you breathe to the back of your body. So can you feel the shoulder blades slide away from each other? Can you feel the space in your upper back expand? when you inhale and then breathe out slow and with your next breath in start to reverse that lifting the tailbone dropping the belly the heart even sinks down a little and then you push down and pull back right at the end there to lift the chest 
Keep the chest lifted, but keep breathing here. So try not to hold your breath in. And then try pressing both hands down into the mat. And like you're trying to open up the lid on a jar that's too tight, press the hands down and kind of spin them out to the sides, but try not to let them move. So just an isometric movement, like push and turn. And then as you push and turn, that'll help roll your shoulders open and bring a little bit more space across the front of the chest. Take a big deep breath in through the front of the shoulders and the front of the chest. And then as you exhale and start to release that, press the hips all the way back towards the heels. So in some bodies, the hips might make it all the way to the heels. In other bodies, they may not. And just go back as far as it feels comfortable. And try not to push yourself into anything that feels uncomfortable this morning. So just try to stay in a position where you can stay with that steady and slow breath in and out of the nose. And take one more breath in and out. And then as you inhale, come back up to hands and knees. Tuck the toes under, lift the tailbone and lift the heart. And then keep the toes tucked under and as you exhale, press into your hands and feet and lift your hips up and back and come into downward facing dog. If you already know this, it's better for you to stay on your hands and knees. And we're going to do a little bit of a flow. So when we do that, we'll just go leave the down dog part out and stay in the cow pose with the hips and the heart. Okay. Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, lower the knees down. Then tuck the toes under if they're not. Lift the hips and lift the heart. Breathe in. As you exhale, point the toes back, round the spine and press the hips all the way back to the heels. We'll flow a little bit here. As you inhale, come back up to hands and knees. Tuck the toes, lift the hips and lift the heart. And then exhale and press the hips back and up. Pause for a breath in. And then exhale, lower the knees. Toes are tucked under. As you inhale, lift the hips and lift the heart. Then point the toes back. And as you exhale, press the hips to the heels. Inhaling up to hands and knees, tuck the toes. Exhaling, lift the hips, downward facing dog. Inhale a breath and exhale to hands and knees. Toes are tucked under. Inhale, cow pose, hips and heart lift. Exhale, point the toes. Hips go all the way back to the heels. One more round like that as you inhale, come up to hands and knees, tuck the toes, hips and heart lifting, cow pose. Exhale, lift the hips back and up, downward facing dog. 
Inhale a breath. And then exhale to lower the knees. Inhale, lift the hips, lift the heart, stretch the front of the chest. And then point the toes and exhale, press the hips to the heels as you round the spine. Take a breath in. And breathe out. And then inhale to shift back up to your hands and knees. And if you have your blocks handy, go ahead and grab your blocks and just take them on their highest height underneath of your hands. So you'll still be on hands and knees, but your hands are going to be lifted off the mat. Starting with the left leg, step the left foot forward in between the hands. And then as you exhale, sink a little bit into a lunge. And as you inhale, pull all the way back out. So the hips come over the knee. You might even straighten the left knee a little. And as you exhale, shift all the way forward into a lunge. And as you inhale, pull back just a little. Hips come over the knees. Exhale, into the lunge. And then inhale to pull back just a little. So just like we did in the happy baby pose, we're gonna find that happy place in between stretch and strengthening. So as you exhale, come all the way forward into the lunge, let the front of the right thigh drop down as much as it'll go. Just sink into your flexibility here. And then press your left heel down into your mat. And without moving the left foot, pull back towards the right knee. So you're pulling back at a bit of a diagonal. And then shift your hips back only about halfway. So instead of going back as far as you were before, go back about halfway. Keep the left heel pressing down and pulling back. And now do the same with your right knee. So you're going to press your right knee down and hug it forward. I don't know if you can see from that far away if you're on the live stream, but here you might be able to see as I press my heel and my knee together, watch what happens to this hip. Can you see that? So I want you to find that strengthening or that um, tone in the right hip. And then we're gonna hold that and start to climb the hands up to the top of the left thigh. So you're gonna feel a lot of work in the right hip right now. You wanna hold that. Some of you might feel better keeping your hands on your thigh. This is gonna help you balance a little bit better. If you feel good here and you'd like to challenge yourself a little, you can lift the arms. As you lift the arms, your balance will get a little bit wobbly. So keep drawing that heel and that knee towards each other. Breathe in. And then if you like, you can breathe out, bring the arms into cactus arms, lift the chest. And you might flow with that, inhaling to lift the arms up. And exhaling to bring the arms into cactus. Inhale and reach up. This time as you exhale, let's take the hands all the way down to block. And then just press a little into the block, shift the hips back. This time keep going until the left leg is straight. Okay. And straight can mean different things for different people. So if it doesn't look totally straight, that's okay. 
Just back as far as you can go until you start to feel some pull in the back of the left leg. And then if you like, you can slide the heel forward and point the toes up. And then just like we did when we were on our backs, instead of pressing forward with that left leg, imagine that you're trying to plug the left leg into the socket. So you're gonna push the left heel down and then pull back, nice. So you'll feel that left hip engage this time. And then if you'd like to increase the sensation, reach the heart forward a little bit. And some of you might even lower the blocks down and fold. But take it step by step and try to see that you can maintain integrity in the pose and also that you can maintain integrity in your breath. So if you lose any of the pieces of the pose by lengthening the spine or folding forward, then just back up a bit. Or if you notice that the breath becomes labored, short, you feel hard to breathe, just back up a little bit. So remember the yoga postures, they're not torture for your body. They're a way to harness your energy and to move it or contain it in your body. And we know that that's working when we can pay attention to how we're breathing. Take one more breath in and out. And then if you have folded forward, lift the blocks and start to lift the torso. And then as you exhale, shift the hips forward again. Now we're gonna slide the left knee back to meet the right knee. And then just like we did with the knees when we were on the back, just a little bit side to side, just wag your tail. And you might even let this kind of go through your spine like a bit of an S wave. So see if you can relax your spine. And instead of just your hips kind of moving back and forth, see if you can feel that movement all the way up into your spine. And then as you come back to center, press the hands down and step the right foot in between your blocks or in between your hands. And then as you exhale, sink forward. And as you exhale, or inhale, sorry, pull back. And exhale to rock forward. And inhale to pull back. Exhale forward. And inhale back. And then we'll work to find that place in between. So as you exhale, start by sinking all the way fully into your flexibility. Just let go as far as you can. Just really release any tension around the left hip. And then press the right heel down and start to drag it isometrically towards your left knee. And then once you have that, start to shift back about halfway so you're not going back as far as you were going before. Keep the right heel pressing down and dragging back. Then press the left knee down and forward and you'll feel that left outer hip start to engage. Once you have that, try to climb the hands up to the front knee. 
There's already a lot of balance involved just keeping the hands on the knee. So you can stay here. Or if you feel like you need more of a challenge on a Monday morning, you can reach the arms up overhead. And you're gonna be tempted to just relax your effort and sink down into your flexibility. See if you can maintain the integrity of the left hip, even as you're reaching the arms up. And then if you like to add the cactus arms, exhale, broaden across the front of the chest, even lift the heart. And inhale to raise the arms up. Exhale. And inhale. Exhale, that left hip should still be engaged and working. Inhale, reach up. This time when you exhale, take both hands down to the blocks. And then inhale to shift the hips back. And start to straighten the right leg any amount. So straight will look different for all of us. And then if you like to reach the toes towards the ceiling, you can pop that foot up off the floor. Start by pressing the foot or the uh, heel down and forward and lengthening. And then keep that down and forward motion with the heel, but at the same time, pull back through the right hip. Like you're just trying to plug your whole leg in. You can stay here, lengthen the spine. Or you might lower the blocks and start to fold. We'll take it all in steps and again, maintain the integrity of your posture, as well as the integrity of your breath. And a good rule of thumb is if you compromise your breath, you're a little bit too far or too deep into your posture. So let that breath be your guide and be open and willing to listen. If you folded forward, inhale to lift the torso back up. And as you exhale, start to shift forward in your lunge. We're gonna walk the blocks forward, <clears throat> keep them on their highest height. From here, you're gonna come up to standing. Just sort of tuck the left toes under, lift that knee up and push off and bring the left foot all the way up to meet the right. And then once you reach the top of your mat, your blocks may not be high enough anymore. So you wanna to try to get the torso parallel to the floor and it's just gonna depend on the length of your arms. My arms are short, so usually the blocks are not long enough. Bring your hands, if, if the blocks aren't working for you, bring your hands onto your shins or even all the way up onto your thighs. And try to get your torso parallel to the floor. And then reach back through your tailbone and reach forward through your heart. And just like we did on the back, see if you can try to make that cow shape where the tailbone's lifting up and the heart is lifting up and the belly's kind of sinking down towards your mat. Take one more breath in and out. And then press both feet down. And as you breathe in, come up to stand. 
Now you can leave some space in between your feet if that feels good in your body. We're gonna come into Utkatasana or the chair pose. I like to bring my feet together. It just gives me a little bit more stability. So you can kind of try it and see how you like it. But if your feet are apart, try to get your heels underneath of your sitting bone so it feels like your thigh bones are just dropping straight down out of your hip sockets. And then when you sit back into chair pose, if your feet are apart, try to remember to keep some space between your knees also. So you're gonna have to engage your legs a little bit differently because your knees are gonna wanna fall in towards each other. Try to maintain a little bit of space between the knees. Bring the hands onto the waist. And then start to sit back and imagine that, th that your chair is really far behind you and it's a little bit lower than what you need. Like it's one of those little kindergarten chairs that you're trying to sit in, but it's way back there. So see if you can reach your hips way back and down. And then again, remember if your feet are apart, you wanna maintain that space in between your knees. If your feet are together, and this is the reason I like my feet together because my knees naturally wanna knock in, then they have each other to support. Take one more breath in. And then press the feet down and come all the way up to stand. Inhale. And then as you exhale, sit back. Breathe in. And then as you breathe out, Inhale, and exhale, sit back. Breathe in, and then as you breathe out, stand up. We're gonna do two more like this. Inhale, as you exhale, sit back. Breathe in. And then breathe out and stand up. Inhale. Exhale to sit back. Breathe in. And then breathe out to stand up. Nice. So that seems kind of boring, but it's actually a really important exercise. I can never remember the exact statistic but it's something like 70 or 75% of people, and especially women that are like over the age of 45 or 50, can't get up out of a chair without pushing their hands down into the seat to stand up. And there's research that shows that if you can sit down in a chair or sit down on the floor and get up without using your hands to get up, you'll live longer. So I just wanna keep you guys around longer. All right, so take your feet as wide as your mat and turn your toes out a little and your heels in. We're gonna come down into a squat, just like everything else we've done today, it's gonna look really different for each person and we're not gonna stay here long, but it's another good skill to have to be able to squat down to the floor and then get back up. So you can start with your hands on your waist or just bring your hands together in front of your heart, whatever makes you feel the most stable. And just like we did in chair pose, you're gonna start by tipping your pelvis forward, like you're gonna sit back into a chair and then just keep going. So you might stop here, this is gonna be okay. 
You might be able to go a little bit further and you might need to take your hands onto blocks or down onto the floor just to give you a little extra support. So where you go isn't an important really factor in the pose, just paying attention to that breath. I'll take one more breath in. And then we're gonna stand up from here too. Nice, breathe in. And then as you breathe out, start like the chair pose. And then go the rest of the way down. Good, one breath in. And then exhale, stand up. Inhale. Exhale. One breath in. And then exhale and stand up. Two more. Breathe in. And breathe out to sit down. Inhale. Exhale to stand up. Last one. Breathe in. And then breathe out to sit down. Inhale. And exhale. Just stand up. Nice job. So heel the feet together. You can shake out your legs a little bit if you need to. And then we're going to balance. So you might like to move your blanket off of your mat if you still have it there, if you want to balance in the middle of your mat. And I also recommend finding somewhere that you can um, look at a particular still spot on the wall or somewhere out in front of you that's not moving. So if you're directly behind someone else, you don't want to watch them wobble around or you'll fall down too. And if you need to move near a wall, you can move near a wall and just plant yourself right next to the wall. There's not a lot to look at here. So I usually look down on the floor and just find one of these little like nail holes or something that's down and out in front of me. So see if you can pick out what you wanna gaze at. And then take your hands onto your waist and shift your weight into your left foot and then bend your right knee. And then turn the right knee out to the right and just slide the heel over to rest on the ankle. And before you do anything else, notice what happened with your left hip, yeah. <laughs> so most of us, when we lift that knee up, we get a little bit of a hip height. So in our lunge, we worked on engaging this outer hip muscle. So see if you can draw your left hip in and up. So you're gonna squeeze your glutes just a little bit. And then try to keep that left hip drawing in and up, and you might start to slide the foot up the leg to bring the toes off the floor. Now again, it's not like a contest or a challenge, so you might keep your toes on the floor and that's perfectly okay. It's all about containing, like harnessing and then containing your own energy. And if you're struggling to get the foot higher, that's not what you're doing. So try to stay connected to your breath. And find a place where you can be in the posture with integrity in your body and integrity in your breath.
Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, you can point the right knee forward and step down. Feels good to, stick, uh, to take all of your weight into your right foot and lift up your left leg and kind of shake it out a little bit or make some circles with your ankle or even move your hips a little from side to side. And then we'll do the second side before we come back down to the floor. So you'll shift a little more weight into your right foot. Bend your left knee. And then as you turn the knee out to the side, pay attention for that little hip height. And then see if you can draw the right hip in and up. And then if it's part of your practice this morning, you can start to slide the left foot up the leg a little. Awareness at your breath. Are you still breathing in and out? Smooth, slow. Is the texture of your breath still even? Take one more breath in. And then as you exhale, Point the left knee forward and release that foot down. Again, you can pick up the right leg, shake it out, make some circles, bump the hips from side to side. And then if you didn't already move your blanket off of your mat, go ahead and move that out of your way and come all the way back up to the top edge of your mat. And then as you inhale, reach the arms out and up overhead. And as you exhale, fold forward. On the breath in, you might like to grab your blocks if they're nearby, lift and lengthen your spine or take your hands to your shins. And then as you exhale, we're gonna step back to hands and knees again. So you can take one foot back to a lunge and then the second foot back to a lunge. And then we're just gonna move those blocks all the way off to the side and lower all the way down for a sphinx pose. So your elbows are gonna be forward underneath of your shoulders. So the upper body is already propped up here in a back bend, and the elbows are supporting the upper body. And then turn the palms down. And just like we did um, when we were holding the cow pose, press the hands down, and then like you're trying to turn open a lid that won't open, spin out, but try not to let your hands move. So you just have that action of pushing down and spinning out. And when I do that, the chest rolls open and the shoulder blades start to squeeze together. Good, so you're pushing down and turning out. You can pull back a little bit through the elbows. See if you can lengthen the upper back. And if you wanna add a little bit more strengthening to the back side of your body here, you can um, combine the Sphinx pose with the Locust pose and engage your glutes and hamstrings and try lifting the legs off of the floor. So in this variation, you might find that there's more compression or more sensation in your low back than what you get in Locust pose. If that's the case for you here, push those elbows down and try to pull back with the elbows. And instead of getting up higher in the pose, 
Think about getting longer in the pose. So can you reach your head forward more and pull back through your toes? Good, the whole back side of the body working. Try to steady and maintain the breath. Inhale. And exhale. And breathe in. And then as you exhale and lower the legs down, walk the hands back beneath the shoulders. Press up towards hands and knees. And then swing the feet off to the side. Go ahead and grab your blanket again. And have a seat on the edge of your blanket. And then stretch both legs out in front, just to make sure everything's kind of squared up. So you want the feet to be reaching forward equally <clears throat> and the sitting bones and tailbone pressing equally into your mat. And then pull the, um, let's do it this way, pull the right knee up towards your chest and then let the right knee fall out to the side. So your knee can be up in your inner thigh, but it might be down a little closer to your, um, uh, sorry, your foot can be in your inner thigh, but it can be a little bit closer to your knee. Just go wherever feels the most comfortable for you. And then take the hands around the extended leg, turn to the left just a little, and start to walk the hands forward and fold forward. And then the hands, just for a minute, are going to stay next to the leg. And just like we've been doing, push down, turn out, pull back and reach the heart forward. So the spine is long here. Take one more breath in. And out. And then inhale to walk back up. Use the right hand to help the right knee lift towards the ceiling. And then extend the right leg forward. Take a pause here. Make sure everything's squared up again. So sometimes the hips will shift forward in that sort of asymmetrical pose. Keep the right leg forward. Bend the left knee to the chest. And then just let the left knee fall out to the side. Both hands go around the extended leg, lifting the chest and just turning to the right a little bit and then walking the hands forward. Keep the hands on the mat for this version. Press down, turn out with the hands and pull back. So you're trying to reach your chest, like you're trying to get your heart all the way out to your big toe. The mid and upper back are long and lengthened. Inhale. And exhale. And then as you inhale, walk the hands back up. And then just lift the left knee towards the chest. Bring the right knee up to meet it. And then let the soles of the feet come together and the knees go out wide. If your blocks are nearby, you might like to put blocks underneath of your thighs for a little support if you feel too much sensation in the groin or in the hip joint. And then hold on to the ankles, the arches, 
or reach all the way down through your toes. Extend your heart up so you're lengthening up through the crown of the head first. And then fold forward with a flat back. So the heart's reaching forward and the shoulders are drawing back. Breathe in. Breathe out. Inhale. Exhale. One more breath in and out. And inhale, lift the torso back up. Use the hands to help the knees come together. And then go ahead and slide off of your blanket. Move it either off to the side or back behind you if you're going to use it as a pillow. And then slide into the center of your mat. And just ease yourself down to your back. So you can bring the elbows and forearms down and then slide all the way down. And then if you're using that blanket as a pillow, just get that adjusted behind you. And stretch the left leg forward again. Bring the right knee in towards the chest. The same way that we started, as you exhale, you might pull the right knee in a little bit closer. And then return the right foot to the floor. Bring the left foot up to meet it. And then let both of your knees drop to the left. And go ahead and let your pelvis rock away from the floor just a little bit. So you might even bring the whole left leg down to the floor. And just a very gentle rotation in the low back. And then rotate both knees back up towards the ceiling. Walk the feet back into the center of the mat. You might even need to push the feet down and lift the hips up a little bit and slide back into the center of the mat. And then stretch the right leg forward and pull the left knee towards the chest. On an exhale, it might feel good to pull that knee in even closer, get a little bit of traction or a little bit of stretch on your low back. And then release the left foot to the floor. Bring the right foot up to meet it. The feet are a little bit wider than the hips and then both knees go to the right. Let the pelvis rock up off of the floor a little so you get just a little bit of rotation in your low back. And then rock both knees back up towards the ceiling. Make sure you're in the center of your mat, so you might need to readjust hips and pelvis. 
And then pull both knees up to the chest. Take a breath in, and as you exhale, you can squeeze the knees in closer. You might even lift the forehead up and touch the knees with the forehead. And then as you inhale, stretch out long and reach the feet to the end of the mat. A big good morning stretch again like you just woke up. Arms reach up overhead. As you stretch this time, arch your low back away from the mat so you have some space between your low back and the mat. And then as you float the arms back down to the side, see if you can soften the back ribs towards the floor without losing the space in your low back. So those very bottom ribs might not touch the floor all the way, and that's okay. But see if you can soften the rib cage down. And then relax the legs. Maybe the feet turn out to the sides or out to the corners of the mat. Let your shoulders relax so your palms will either face in towards your thighs or up towards the ceiling. Close your eyes or soften your gaze so that the eyeballs are still. And then mentally scan your body. You can go from bottom to top or from top to bottom, whatever makes the most logic in your mind. And as you're scanning your body, if you come across any areas that still feel tense or tight, spend a little bit of time there and practice directing your breath into that tension or into that tightness. It seems maybe odd or funny or really difficult for us in the West to understand because we think about our breathing just as respiration, just as our lungs expanding and contracting. But remember the breath is your life, your prana your energy. And yoga says that um, our, our emotions, our feelings, our memories, they all live in our bodies. They all live in our tissues. And so in the yoga philosophy, tension or tightness in your body is your body trying to tell you something. There's a, an emotion, a feeling, a, a memory, a mood that needs to be expressed. Tension or tightness is a sign of stagnant energy. It's a sign of the flow of life or the flow of prana being restricted. So we just practice. Directing prana into the places that need it most.
Begin to slowly deepen the breath. With the breath, starting to awaken the energy in the body. Moving fingers and toes, wrists and ankles. Then take a moment to move the body around in whatever ways feel good for you. As you're ready to um, come off of your back, if you're at home, you can roll either direction. But again, if you're here with me, let's just all roll to the right so we're all facing the same way. Take a moment, resting on your right side. Just check in with how you feel. And then when you're ready, use your left hand and Back up to seated. As you take a comfortable seat, you can rest your hands in your lap or bring them together in front of your heart and bow the wisdom of your head towards the wisdom of your heart. So I invite you this week to begin to notice the intersection between your breath and your body, and your mind. And maybe challenge yourself to think about the breath as prana, as life, energy. And consider how in your own life throughout your days you can manage this energy, manage this prana, how you can contain it and use it for your own good. Divine in me sees and honors the divine in each one of you. Namaste. Thank you all so much for being here with me at home or later if you're watching the recording. If you have any questions, please let me know. And um, I'll get you guys unmuted at home so you can say goodbye. And